0: what is up everybody welcome to episode six of keeping it real with kiesel um happy for everyone and thankful for everyone that's been listening up to this point and tuning in and subscribing on different um uh platforms in terms of the podcast i definitely appreciate each and every one of you uh first episode uh doing it live via video right i've been trying to get better and better week by week as we keep doing it and uh this is what we're doing today right so we're recording it on uh anchor also doing the video so i can upload to the youtube page so we're going to get better and better as we go. Right now, this episode in terms of keeping it real with Kiesel um, it's going down to the, the college recruiting process, trying to find that perfect college. What to look for, what not to look for, kind of the experience that I had in terms of uh, finding the right school. I think one of the biggest things is uh, making sure that school checks off all your boxes. Right. And I, I want to put it kind of into two separate categories. We got your <coughs> excuse me, got your athlete got your non-athlete, right, and what you look for in terms of major, social life, campus, things like that, um, and just really kind of figure out what works best for you because there are a lot of colleges out there, not just here in the States, but abroad as well, um, but also figuring out, you know, majors, things like that. And there's a whole lot of things that kind of go into it. I think, you know, to kind of start off, just kind of give my story in terms of the college process, obviously, for those that know, I went the Providence College out of uh, um, Providence, Rhode Island. And, you know, to be fair, I went there, mainly because of soccer, right? It was a situation where I was um, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I know I wanted to play soccer in college at a division one level, just didn't know how it was gonna work out. And at the end of the day, it really came down to two schools, right? It came to that, I had Penn State on one side and I had Providence College on the other. Now, what really kind of tipped my hat or tipped the scale in Providence's favor for me um, was how I felt at home, right? I think it was a big situation for me in the sense that you know, I'm going through the process. I'm looking to play. I want to do this. I want to do that. Um, but I wanted to make sure I found the right fit, not just, you know, academically, but athletically as well. And, you know, I think one of the biggest things that if I can give any advice to anyone is making sure when you go to these visits, whether you're an athlete or not, you, know, um, you want to make sure that the school is the right fit for you. All right. And that comes to campus size comes to the, the enrollment. How many students go there? Do they have your major? And everything else, right? I think the culture is probably one of the biggest things when it comes to college. Because remember, now you're going to be there for four years. Four years is a long time to be in any place. But when you're in the midst of it, you're you're like, you feel like it flies by, right? If I could go back and do my four years again, I wouldn't in a heartbeat, 100%. Right? So in terms of my process, like I said, I was, um you know, I wasn't heavily recruited coming out of high school. But um I knew I wanted to play Division One, And like I said, it really kind of came down to Providence and Penn State. Um, so, uh, I went to Penn State, you know, obviously we all know Penn State, you know, we are all that fun stuff and uh, great campus, amazing campus, huge campus, you know, obviously the athletics speak for itself. Um, but it didn't feel right for whatever reason, you know, it, uh, you know, whether it was a disconnect with the coaching staff at the time, or maybe the campus was too big for me coming from a small high school, whatever the case was, it was something that was just off, right. And, um, athletically I got a good, I got a good deal because of it, but you know, or a good deal I would have had for my four years, you know, in terms of athletic scholarship. But, you know, for me, just, you know, something wasn't right. Um, I went there for unofficial visit. Uh, for those that don't know unofficial visits, you go visit the school, you meet with the coaches, but they can't pay for anything. Um, you're kind of there on your own dime. They kind of get to show you the campus and things like that, but you're not on a situation where you're spending the night there or get a full kind of view on how it all works. And, and they wanted me to commit uh, to the school first before I, before I, uh, did an official visit and I wasn't okay with that. I was like, you know what? I want to make sure I know exactly what I'm getting into, um, before, you know, I sign my NLI or give a verbal commitment or anything like that. And like I said, if you guys heard my previous shows in the past, you know, my word is my bond. So if I commit to something, I want to follow through with it. Now, when it came to Providence, uh, Providence, you know, they really made they, they made me feel wanted, right? They made they, they definitely showed me a lot of love when I went up there. And, um, you know, it was an official visit. They flew me from, you know, Philadelphia International Airport to Providence, Rhode Island, picked me up um, at the airport. And, you know, I think the first thing that we did was we went to dinner downtown Providence. And I was just like, at the time, listen, I'm a small kid from Delaware, you know, I'm just like, you know, I'm getting into this whole college feel. And they're just like, yeah, I take you out to a nice dinner and sit down with the coaching staff and some of the players, and they're just like, "Yeah, get whatever you want." I'm like, "Get whatever I want." Yeah, I'm already committed. I haven't even seen the school yet, but if you're gonna offer me a free meal, I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I'm I'm low maintenance when it comes to that stuff." Um, but um, I definitely felt the love for sure. And um, when I got there and I got on campus and I got to see the different facilities and what the classes were like and things like that, I mean, that kind of just made it for me. I didn't, uh, I felt home. Right. I felt at home and it felt like I was at a place where I was going to be able to grow and the people that were there are going to take care of me. Um, And I think that was probably one of the biggest things Um, I wanted to be in a place where, you know, even coming from my high school, I only graduated with 83 in my graduating class. Uh, I think like 300 in the entire high school. So it came from a really small high school, private high school. Um, So I think on that standpoint, I think Penn State was too big for me just because it was like a 50,000 um you know 50,000 you know kids that go to that school and I was like I don't want to really be in that lecture hall with you know two or three hundred kids because like you know for you that know me I'm not the the smartest been the smartest in the bunch and that uh, academics didn't come naturally for me so I really had to work hard at that and I needed that accountability uh and smaller class sizes and um you know being at a smaller school I really kind of felt that one-on-one connection when I got there um and you know I felt like they wanted me right I felt that they generally wanted me um you know, there was a decent amount of, you know, athletic money involved as well. Um, and Providence, you know, Providence College is a, it's a well, well, um, it's a procedure school. You know, it's a really good school. You know, most schools out of the Northeast are, you know, have a very good education and the degree holds a lot of weight. So for me, I was like, I think it's a great, great opportunity. Now, the funny thing is, I didn't know much about Providence going into it. I thought they had a football team, to be honest with you. And I was a kicker in high school, so I was like, oh, this would be great. You know, I could play, uh, I can kick on the football team and still play soccer. It would be great. Nah, I was definitely confused at that point. But either way, um, it was a situation where I felt wanted, I felt involved, I felt like this was going to be family. I thought like this was going to be a great opportunity for me to definitely, um, set my roots and you know see, and see what the next four years had in store for me and see you know how it was going to progress. Um, and at the end of the day, it made the right choice, right? Now, now going to and I want to touch on the the kids that aren't athletes, right? Right. When you're going into these places and you know, you're doing these campus visits, right? I think one of the biggest things is you have to make sure that it's the right fit for you. All right. And it, a lot of it goes down to do they have your major. That's important. right? And to be fair, we all think that we want to go into one thing when we get there and then we change our major. I know I changed my major. I knew when I first got there Providence, I wanted to be, a, I want to be a business owner. So I was like business management, that's what I wanted to do. Find out, you know, me and accounting and math didn't go well together. We had a hate and hate relationship. So that definitely didn't work out in my in my, um, in my favor whatsoever. Uh, and I changed my major um, to sociology because, one, I love writing papers, oddly enough. And, two, I, I like to be able to express my thoughts on paper and not really have to be judged by a test. Right, I wasn't the best test taker and I wasn't really good at memorizing things. But I was also able to, you know, I could write out a five-page paper in like an hour and a half. Like it was awesome. Like I, I loved it. But, um, you know, for kids that aren't going into athlete or aren't going to aren't going to school for athletics, they go in there simply just to get their major. Um, you know, I think like, the biggest thing is they have your major. right? And they have also other options like, you know, say if you're 100 percent, you know, want to go on for business. Um, but I think there should be, you know, a couple of backup plans. And there's going you know, to be like an engineer or whatever, right? That, 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 school has at least three or four majors that are topics that you're interested in studying, um, uh, for a career that's going to set you up for the rest of your life. So I think that's number one. Number two, do your homework, right? Do your research. There's plenty of websites online that give you professor reviews in terms of your major. Uh, there's plenty of things online where you can go in and see what the campus life is like, whether on or off. What the dorms are like, what the food's like, um, the social activity, right? I think all those things are going to be super important um, when you make that decision because remember, you're going to be there for four years, right? Four years is a long time, and the last thing that you want to do is get there and hate it, and then now you're trying to figure out what's next, right? Um, uh, but I think you know, roommates are huge, huge thing, especially if you're going to a new environment where nobody knows you, especially if you're traveling far away from home, and you want to make sure that first roommate you have is going to make the experience you know enjoyable right because you're going to be living with this person for a full year and you don't even know who they are so i think going online you know obviously adding them on social media figuring out what type of person they are um you know and just get to know them because you know when you're in college you know obviously you're a freshman and you're doing this and you're doing that you know you're in and out you're all having a little bit of freedom you know You wanna make sure you're on like, you know, somewhat sort of like sleep schedules or whatever the case is because, you know, that can get annoying real quick. I've had plenty of friends that had to find new roommates like a month into their first semester because they hated the person they are with because they were partying too much or whatever, and it didn't work out. So, you know, really making sure that you're finding the right person uh, to room with is also important. And like I said, I think, you know, especially if you're coming from a small school, do you wanna go into a big school, right? Do you want schools that are like 10,000 or more? do you you want a school that's close to home or far away? You know, I've had friends that have, you know, gone, you know, six, seven hours away um, and it worked out for them. For me, being in Delaware, Providence was about a five hour drive. So it was like far enough away where, you know, my dad or my family couldn't see me as much as they wanted to, but close enough where if I wanted to have a long weekend at home for, you know, Columbus Day or whatever, you know, three day weekend holiday there was, I could go home for that. so I think that's important, right? How far away do you want to go? You know, um, because you know, I, I'm, if I'm being honest with you guys, I think it's super important to travel. I think it's important to go out and see different parts of the country. So I'm always an advocate for going out and seeing someplace you've never seen before, and learning a different culture or a different part of the country that you've never seen and meeting new people. Definitely, uh, definitely uh, think that's um, important uh, as you guys go through that process. Um, you know and then i think the food's super important when you guys are there right see how many dining halls they have um and like talk to the students like while you're there right? getting an, uh, an honest perspective on people who are currently going to the school because you know they're not going to you on they're not you know i remember when i was providence out uh, of Providence, and they would do those scores they'd be like don't go here and all types of stuff like that right but it's you, you get an honest opinion on what the school is and you know, you know what they like what they don't like and you can make your assessment from there but well, I think that's super important. And obviously, we know the grades have to be part of it. You know, certain SAT score you have to have or ACT or GPA when you're coming out of high school. Those are all some all important things that kind of, you know, if you're going to get in or not. And it's always good to have some backup schools just in case. Uh, either way, you know, you have to make sure you find all the right criteria. And then I think for a lot of us, right, I, I, as we are leaving our, you know, leaving the nest and getting away from our parents is finding what the social life is like. Uh, Is it like a big party school? Is it not? I mean, I know all of us, you know, when we get to college, we all have that time where we're finding ourselves and figuring out the type of person that I am and things like that. And you get to kind of restart uh, because high school, everyone knows you for who you are, whether you're in this group or that group or whatever. When you go to college, you're in a different ballgame. Now you're at a point where you're just like, oh, okay, so now I'm doing, I can be, I'm the new me, right? And I'm meeting a new friend group and I'm getting involved in things that I might not have done in college. So it's important that we're, you know, definitely being able to branch out and really make the the best of it. Um, But and that comes with, you know, being close to home, going far away, either way. Um, But I think all those things come important where it comes to the social life, right? Is it a big party school? Are there things to do? Do you want to be in a big city, medium city, small city or out in the rural, kind of in the country? Um, you know, it's it's gonna come down to but you have to do your homework. You have to do your research first and, first and foremost, because if you don't, you're gonna get there and you're like, wow, like I didn't know this was here. Oh, I didn't know there's nothing else to do outside of campus. For me, I was definitely I wanted to school in the city. Um, you know, that was probably the reason another reason why I, I chose problems because it's, you know, its own little city, you know, Boston's like 45 minutes north. Um, there was a couple other schools that I was going through the recruiting process with. Uh some were in New York City, um, some were down in Baltimore. Um and things like that. So I know I, for me, I definitely wanted to be in the city because I always wanted to do something, right? I always wanted to experience something new. And that was kind of my take on it. And I think it's important that when you find that school, you put all your effort in getting there, right? And if you can get academic money, um, be on it, right? I think that's super important. As you guys are going through this high school time, right? Put the time into your studies, right? Do those extracurricular activities. That resume, right? It's it's at the end of the day, you have to realize these schools are getting thousands and thousands of applications every year for people that want to go to their school. Yeah, and you need things that are going to set you apart from the next person. And great, great point average is one thing, but there are so many other things as well that are going to make that difference for you. So definitely make sure that you're doing those extracurricular activities. You know, whether you're in sports or a book club or a chess club or whatever, um, that's going to set you apart for the for ones that are that um that aren't doing that stuff, right? And then you can get that extra money um, in terms of financial aid um, and go from there. Now, even speaking on financial aid, right, or uh, the, um, you know, kind of Pell Grants or whatever, there's so many different ra- avenues and avenues and um, ways that um, families can get money for funding to help out pay for college. Right. Um, my mom's been doing financial aid for like 20 years. Right. So she knows this stuff really well. And definitely help me out in terms of you know getting different grants from the government you know obviously based on income and things like that to to make the the student loan debt as least as possible or as less as possible so um definitely do your research on that um, anybody that's interested uh in learning more about that f- please feel free to reach out via email um or any of my social media handles uh keep it at real kb um so on twitter instagram and facebook or send me an email on keeping it or keeping it real at gmail.com or sorry, keeping it real KB at gmail.com. Um, and it's a situation where, you know, get you as much information as you need to know. Now, as we kind of transition, we go to my athletes, right? Those that are looking to play any type of sport in college. Right. Now, I'm gonna tell you this from my experience. When a coach wants you, right, when a coach is valuing you, they're gonna do whatever they they can, right? It's obviously within the rule book to get you. Right. So Um, and I think the biggest thing is making sure that you're definitely putting yourself out there where if you have like a camp or a tournament or a showcase and you're interested in this school, don't give a a college coach, some cookie cutter, like, you know, already typed up message that you send to 15 different schools. You have to make it genuine, right? You have to put the, um, just how much information that you need to put in there when it comes to that recruiting process, because if you want to definitely go to that next level, you have to put yourself out there and definitely um, not be afraid of rejection just because maybe one school might not want you. Right. Just because one door doesn't mean, another one opens or it just means another one's going to open. So definitely take advantage of that. I think it's super important that we definitely as athletes. Right. And we're in college and we're, or we're in high school we're trying to get into the college uh, field, whether D1, 2, 3, NAIA, JUCO, whatever you want to call it, that we're putting um, the best effort out there. Now, same thing goes for my athletes, my non-athletes you have to go to the school, right? You have to be able to get either an unofficial or official visit to visit and see what the school is like. I think that's super important. And if you can get an official visit and you can spend the night, you can see what campus life is like, what the classes are like in terms of what you're looking to do in terms of major, um, how the how your teammates are gonna be, uh, who they are, right? Get to know them a little bit, see what the culture is like. That's huge. Absolutely huge. Because you don't wanna be in a situation where you don't get along or can't relate to your teammates. You wanna make sure that you're at a place where like you have people that are like you and you can enjoy it and have fun and be a, ta- be a part of a family, not just a team, right? Not just the men's soccer team or football team or whatever. You're part of a family, right? And I think that's what a lot of people are looking for as they kind of take that next step. Now, when it comes to the recruiting process, like I was saying, right? You have to send the emails to the coaches and let them know your schedule and showcases and tournaments and you wanna put as much information as there as possible. You wanna make their job as easy as possible, right? Like I said, for example, my name is Kiesel Broom and I go to Caravel Academy. My GPA is this, my SAT is this. Um, I'm looking to be a business major um, at your at your university, wherever the school is. Um, my current, I, obviously I play You know, goalkeeper. Um, my head coach's name is this. Um, these are my stats from the last year. These are the tournaments that I have coming up um, and obviously give them specific dates, times, who they're playing, field number, all that fun stuff just to make it that much easier on them. Um, And they'll come out to see you. Right. And I think it's super important that um, you're making it that much easier for the coaches. Because, listen, I've coached in college, um, you know, at multiple universities, whether it's um, Penn State, Harrisburg, St. Francis University, Duquesne University, University of Delaware, Wilmington University um, as a goalkeeper, coach, assistant coach, whatever you want to call it. And I see these emails all the time, right? I see kids giving this like it's very there's no emotion. It doesn't sound like them. It's not you know something where they are they're being themselves. It's just like um i you made this template. You change the coach's name, or you forget to change the coach's name. You send them a schedule. You hit send, and then you know you hope for the best. I'm telling you. From experience and being on both sides of it, you have to have to have to like it's a must. Make sure that you're putting um, your own personality into it um, because that's what they want. Like they're not looking for the the you know same cut cloth as everyone else they have on the team. They're looking for that next best thing, right? They're recruiting you because they see value in you to help their program reach the next level. Um, and the only way they're going to do that is by obviously showing up when they when it comes to when they come to scout you or come to recruit you, but making sure that you give them all the proper information. Um, and like I said, coaches are gonna do whatever they need to do to make sure that you get in. Now, um, in terms of like, can you evaluate and process, right? Obviously, you have to have the grades. I think that's super important just to start out with, Right, you have to have the grades to get in. Um, and if you're looking to play at the next level um, in whatever division, you have to definitely put that time in because if you don't put your time in the books, you're, one, you're not gonna get the opportunity, right? You could be the best player on the planet, but if you can't clear the NCAA clearinghouse, you're not going to be eligible to play. right? Um, and that's one thing, right? It those of you that don't know that athletes, the NCAA clearinghouse, there's like a certain type of weighted scale where your GP has to be this SAT has to be this. And the, depending on where you kind of go on that scale allows you to be eligible. And if those two don't match, you're not going to be eligible for that fall semester or that upcoming semester. So making sure that you definitely take the time to do that, or, or you're going to be in trouble or you're not going to be, or there's going to pass to find somebody else. Now, um, I know a lot of kids that I've coached. They're they're gun ho on going to Division One. Now I'm telling you, like Division One sounds great, but like if you're in a position where you can play and get valuable minutes and get a great great degree at a Division Two or Division Three school, you might as well do that, right? Um, division One sounds great, but if you're in a position where you're not going to be starting in your first two or three years, you're better off, you know, going to a, um, a better a, a lower division um, that have, might have the same or, or even better quality as a Division One and be able to play valuable minutes. Um, and there's plenty of guys that are playing professionally, whether here in the United States or overseas, that have gone the Division Two, II, Division Three route, and they were all, they were amazing. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's how hard you want to work more than uh, than anything else. So Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three doesn't really matter as much. You make, the biggest thing is making sure you perform when you're playing on your field or on your court. Now, like I said, for my non-athletes, more for my athletes, it's going to be even more important that you're you're definitely um, taking in consideration. Uh, The food, right? Obviously, athletes, you got to fuel your body the best way possible. So dining halls are important. How many are there? Is there something separate? I know as colleges are getting better and better at the recruiting process and they're putting more money into the programs, you have like all athlete, different lounges and cafeterias and things like that, or they really focus on the nutrition side of it. I think that's super important. Uh, So making sure that there's uh, something specific for the athletes where they can go and uh, fuel up more than the regular student body. I think if you have a specific position, if there's like for me, I was a goalkeeper. So I was looking for a school that had a goalkeeper coach because I wasn't going to be in a situation where me and the other goalie is going to just shoot balls at each other all day. It's not going to make me better as a goalkeeper. So I was looking for that specific um, coach more than anything in the pedigree. And, you know, how can that person make me better? That was going to be, you know, another, that was an underlying factor um, that, you know, there was that position specific coach that was going to improve my game. And that's what you want at the end of the day, right? You don't want to go to a school and not get better. Um, that's pointless, right? You know, you want to go to a school, especially if have aspirations of playing at the next level. You want to make sure that you're going to a school that's going to allow you to grow your game and get better. Um, so, sorry to go have but nutrition is one of it, right? Classes, right? One, does the school have your major? Because if you're gun ho on being a bio- biomedical or engineer or, you know, doctor or whatever the case is, if that school doesn't have that degree, it doesn't make sense for you to go there, right? At the, end of the day right it just makes common sense if they the school has your degree you're going to want to go there um and it makes it a little bit easier for you also what's the dorm life like right um do athletes have their separate dorms are they going to be rooming with their own teammates or regular students um you know how far is it from different spots on campus um, you know how far is it from your training facility right do you can you walk is the campus small enough where you can walk do you have to have your own car on campus is there a bus system All these small things go into factors, right? Because depending on where your school is, if you're up in like Syracuse, New York, and you know, it's below freezing outside and you need to get the class, you know, are you walking in a tundra, you know, trying to get the class or is there a certain route that you can go to kind of make it a little bit easier, right? So you have to make sure that you're taking into consideration what the weather's going to be like. Do you want, you know, a warm weather school, a cold weather school? doesn't matter to you, right? But those things play a role as well. Um, and like I said, it's it's one thing to go th- like the th- it, people are so excited. I'm, I'm going to college. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next step of my life. this is great, but there are so many other underlying factors that we don't think about until we get there. Um, you know for me um, I, you know I never had a, I never had a community shower, which I was very blessed. I didn't have to share a shower with you know the student body. Um, luckily, my coach took me up freshman through my senior year where I had my own kind of private shower just with my roommates I wasn't with the sharing with the whole floor, so I worked out really well but dorms right you know bigger the how how big are the dorm size are there apartments off campus what's the off-campus housing like um you know you can kind of and then you kind of paint the picture for yourself on how the growth will work as you get um get older uh in terms of your college career all right and then obviously the social life i think social life is huge right obviously you know college is great you know we have fun and we party and things like that but you want to make sure that you're in an environment where you can have that balance right and now as a student athlete it's different because you are a full-time student, full-time athlete. You travel a lot for games, so you miss class. You miss, you know, parties and things like that. Uh, being disciplined is super important. Um, so the social life might not be able to get as much opportunity as a regular student. Um, it's like a, when you're a student athlete it's like having a full-time job, right? And I tell people this: like when you're looking to go, doesn't matter division one, two, or three. Be prepared to put in the commitment because if you're not, you're, if you're not going willing to, they're going to find somebody else to. And, you know, also you have to abide by team rules, right? You can't be going out and drinking the night before a game or night practice or night before practice uh, because one of you get caught, you know, mostly you and the rest of the team is going to be running or there's some type of punishment or whatever. And I, I can't stress this enough that if you're doing all the right things, it's not going to matter because the, the transition is going to be easy for you um, and you're going to be able to succeed at a very high level. Now. I think what's super important not just for athletes but also for my non-athletic people um is the academic services or the opportunity to get tutors or you know proofread on papers things like that i know province they had an office of academic services where we would have to go in to do study hall so we had mandatory study hall hours to make sure that we were doing all our work um also and it wasn't just for the student athletes but for the entire campus you have places where you can go to get tutors, right? For me, like I said, me and math had a hate and hate relationship. I needed to get tutored in math. I'm not ashamed to say that whatsoever because I had to put in like 10 times more effort than the normal person just to get like a C in my math classes. And and, and that's just how it is. I just wasn't good at math, right? But uh, having services or like an academic advisor or somebody that you can go to to kind of keep you on track in terms of your learning, I think is important. Especially when it comes to writing papers as well, they have um, you know tutors in terms of you know English majors that you know they grade papers, help you. They don't they don't write it for you, obviously, but they're there to help you, um, guide you in terms of you know making sure that your papers are all on top of it. Um, or you're on top of your papers and helping you get the best grade possible. So I think having those kind of services are a big part of it as well. Can you be in a situation where you're helping? Um, you know, you're, you're, there's there's services that are able to help you kind of. Uh, reach your max potential um, because like not everything's going to come naturally to you unless you're just super smart and you just kind of have it like that Hat off to you. Awesome. Uh, but for some of us, you know, we kind of need that extra help. So I'm uh, making sure those services are there. And I know this is a lot, right? But the, but the thing about it, right, like I said, you're going to be at this school for four years, right? So being on top of it is really important in terms of a lot of different things with making sure that you're finding the right fit. So, so we went over, you know, obviously the dorm life, we went over, social aspect uh, i think the athletic program itself is super important right you want to be at a, a place where one you can play right i don't think anybody wants to sit on the bench for four years uh you want to be at a place where there's opportunity to play um and that comes down to you doing your own homework in terms of what their depth chart is like right you know who are the gra is there any graduating seniors in your current position which is going to kind of keep that spot open for you going in now be mindful right there's other people in the roster that might be able to fit into that slot but uh, one thing for me, when I chose Providence, the um, the senior graduated right before my my freshman, my fall freshman year. So even though I knew there were two of the goalkeepers there, it was an open spot. So that enticed me a little bit more, just like oh well, you know what? It is an open, it's open season. Um, if I can you know put the time and effort in, I might be able to do something great um, and start freshman year. Right? Obviously, didn't work out. I wasn't ready more than anything, and definitely wasn't ready to play at that level. But the opportunity was what really enticed me, right? On top of obviously, I love the school, I love being in the city, I like the small class sizes, the academic help, uh, the facilities, um, or even better now, dorm life, social life, everything was kind of a check check mark for me, right? Checked all the boxes. Uh, but having the opportunity to play is super important, right? Um, and if you're one of those players that's versatile and you can play, you know, different lines, different positions, um, you know, you have the opportunity to kind of, you know, be a chameleon per se. Uh, definitely take that opportunity because the coach is going to see value in you um, at that point in time. And um, for all my student athletes, don't be afraid to redshirt, right? Redshirting is a great opportunity. Um, One thing that I took full advantage of, um, I didn't play my freshman year, and I took that opportunity to go to the gym on top of practice, right? I was being able to kind of work myself up to get myself up to speed. And it took me almost a full year to really kind of get up to the level of play, which I needed to. Uh, But if I have to look back, I would 100% do it all over again because i was actually ready at that point in time right so don't be afraid the red trip and then use that opportunity to better yourself right take the time to learn um more about campus life can you balance you know class uh, class schedule with practice schedule with lifts with you know academic advisor meetings with tutors with traveling for away games still being able to get your assignments in on time right i that first couple, that first year, first semester, of the first year is super important just to get acclimated to it. Um, and like I said, for those of you that are looking to play at the next level in college, it is a full time commitment. right? this isn't something you can like, you know, be half in, half out. Um, and you have to make sure that you're abiding by the rules. So if you're not doing it now in high school, most likely you're not going to be able to make it in college. I'm being honest with you. If you're not following the rules or doing the right things on or off the field, just because it's, it's, it's going to translate over, over and it's going to be a situation where if you can't do those things, like I said before, um, in high school, you can't do it in college, right? Um, but making sure that you're just checking off all the boxes. More, most importantly, when it comes to the uh, those college decision-making process, you have to be in a point where you feel comfortable in the school. You're able to do, you know, able to do the things that you want to outside of practice or outside of uh, being an athlete, because you're also a student as well, right? Obviously, school comes first, as much as we hate it. But at the same time, you are a student athlete, and you have to make sure that um, you're putting the time in the in the in the school in the in the books to make sure you're giving yourself the opportunity going forward um, to make it as easy as transition as possible to the working field. And even now, right, I'm out of the game, and I'm I'm an, um, in the working force as an employer. I always look, you know, for resumes that have some type of student athletics behind it, or a situation where I'm able to definitely help someone else. Be successful, um, because those are things where, you know, if I see like a resident come across my desk and says to an athlete at whatever university, doesn't matter what division. You know, I know athletes have a certain type of mindset, right? They're focused. They're determined. They have, um, you know, great leadership, I'm sure. They have time management because student athletes have to manage both, you know, usual schedule of, of being a student, but also practices, lifts, academic meetings, study hall and everything in between. Um, and I think it's important. Right. Uh, That, you know, even if you're a non athlete, being able to do clubs or activities um, to help you set apart in terms of getting that next step of your life or your career and making it, um, you know, dividing yourself up from those that um, are different or, you know, that are looking for that same job. How can you set yourself apart? And, you know, just to kind of wrap everything up here today, guys, I think it's super important, like I said, to make sure that these schools that we're going to visit, you know, that we're checking off all the boxes that we are. making sure that it feels right, uh, that I can see myself being at this institution for four years um, and I like the dorms and the food and the social life and the, the team that I'm with and the coaches and my professors and doing all of my research, right? Being either far away from home, close to home, somewhere down South, somewhere North or somewhere in between, but making sure that we're making um, all the right decisions because not that it's hard to transfer, but then it's like we're starting all over again, right? We wanna make sure that we get it right the first time and we don't have to worry about, um, you know, circling back or, uh, you know, doing something all over again, right? And I think that's super important. Um, but as I'm kind of just wrapping up today, um, I, I want to thank everyone for listening again. Uh, I'm looking forward to continue continuing this journey with each and every one of you in my perspective and my experiences. And hopefully, this helps. Um, I know somebody or someone out there is going to go through that recruiting process or trying to figure out a college or school or whatever. And hopefully, you know, these type of things kind of resonate with you to make it that much easier in the decision making process. When you go on to these campuses, see what the school is like, see what the uh, what the life is like there. And, you know, you'll be able to feel a little bit better about yourself and definitely go forward um, to make it to make it known that, you know, this is a place that I can see myself for the next couple of years. Uh, Well, listen, thank you guys again. For all of the time, effort, and everything like that, for you guys taking the time to subscribe and you know get the most out of me and my perspective, um, feel free. Right, subscribe on you know Google Play, Apple Podcast, um, Spotify, um, Anchor, and also I'm on social media as well: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Keeping it real, KB. Um, or shoot me an email on any topics that you're interested in hearing about at keeping it real, kb at gmail.com. Um, thank you guys again, and looking forward to seeing you guys next week. Have a good one.